Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Today it is the 19th of July, 2022, and Juan Soto is your 2022 State Farm Home Run Derby champion, and there's a lot that comes with it. So we'll have a full breakdown of that on today's show. You are Locked On Nationals. Your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Today, it is the 19th of July, 2022. We're so glad you are joining us. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Find the show wherever you get your podcast, and we are on YouTube as well. Um, look, no no sports writer or radio host is going to go hungry today in the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area. Juan Soto wins the Home Run Derby last night, but – there's so much more to it than that. I mean, to beat Albert Pujols, to beat Julio Rodriguez, uh, to beat Jose Ramirez, you know, to 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 make the basically the Dominican sweep, right? I mean, you know, it, that was an event last night dominated. It's awesome to see that too, dominated by Dominican players. And actually, my my dad even noted that he's like, man, these guys. You know, I was actually recently there. Like, it is crazy. It's not a big island, and they produce so much talent. And I'll tell you what's really cool, too. They're so close. It's like a fraternity. It's like a brotherhood. And to see that was really cool. Uh, Events like this put all these guys together from all over the map in terms of where they play in the, um, you know, in Major League Baseball. But they share a heritage. And the fact that we got to get to see that on display and the brotherhood and the bonds that are created by that is a really cool thing. So I just want to note that off the top. Um, Juan Soto winning this home run derby is just another notch in the belt. And, you know, for a guy who has had uh, an incredible career as it already stands, you think about, you know, everything that Juan Soto has accomplished. He is a world champion. He is a two-time All-Star. Uh, you know, he I think last year was what Silver Slugger last year. Um, yeah, so uh, two-time All-Star, right? Um, you know, uh, rookie of the uh, second rookie of the year voting back in 2018. Finished second MVP voting last year. You know, could have easily won the MVP last year. He's an All-Star this year. He is a Home Run Derby champion, and. This list is going to keep growing. The question is, where does it continue to grow? And I know, you know, I, I think last night for a lot of us, it, it was nice to enjoy. The Nationals had a win. Um, it was hard to enjoy it fully because obviously people want, I mean, even Buster only asked. And, and I, I don't know if the question after was unfair or not. I saw people say, hey, like people were wondering this. Um, you know, I think as a Nationals fan, if you're a Nationals fan out there, you probably didn't love that. But because you've gotten enough of it as, as it is. Um, but you know, Buster only asked that question. He says, I'm glad to win. I'm glad to do it as a national. I'm a champion. I don't know what's going to happen in the next two weeks. Uh, and to see him out there also with Dave Martinez too, you know, Dave Martinez is at the all-star game. Brian Snickers given the opportunity to be an all-star, you know, assistant because guess what happened back 
in 2020, uh, Dave Martinez never got to manage the all-star team because there was no all-star game. And so I think that is, um, you know, that's something that is pretty special to see him be able to get that recognition, to get that opportunity, to be able to celebrate out there with Juan Soto is something that was really special to see his dad hug Dave Martinez was really special. I mean, they were, you know, it looked like Juan Soto's dad was really pleased to see Dave Martinez out there, which I thought was really cool. Give him a big hug and to see all the support that he got too. like this guy is, he is such an unflappable superstar. He really is. And I, I know, you know, it's, it's, we all want to enjoy us and we are enjoying it. You know, he's, he's world, he's a, he's a home run derby champion and he beat out a lot of really good guys to do it. And, beat Julio Rodriguez, who looked like he had all the juice in the world, but Soto went out there and and topped him in that final round. Uh, And and also seeing how much it means to those guys. Like, these guys want to win this competition really badly. These guys want to win. You know, you see how much Pete Alonso cares about it and how much Juan Soto meant to Juan Soto when he finally hit that that winning home run, tossing the bat in the air and jumping up and everybody around uh, pitchers now going up and down. I mean, he he was thrilled to win it. You know, this is um, Aram Layton, who, who, you know, founded Just Baseball and also former Locked On Marlins host, put it last night. Like, it's the best all-star event by far. It's better than the dunk contest. It's better than the three-point contest. It's better than the skills challenge. It's better than the NBA all-star game. It's better than MLB's own all-star game. It's better than whatever else they have at the NHL all-star game. You know, obviously the Pro Bowl sucks, so we're not going to count the Pro Bowl in this. Um I think it's actually pretty cool. When the MLS All Stars do play like a club, though. Like if they play like Tottenham, I actually think it's pretty cool. But like it's it's not as good as, I mean, the home run derby. The stars show up. You had last night Kyle Schwarber, who we know is a wrecking crew, against Albert Pujols, who is a first ballot, a living legend, is what he is, and a guy who's in a lot of home runs, who actually advanced onto the second round. Um, you had Jose Ramirez, we know hits tanks. You had Corey Seager's obviously a good player. You had Julio Rodriguez, who became a star, a national star last night. Obviously, he's the front runner for American League Rookie of the Year, but he became a star last night with that performance. You have got Juan Soto, uh, obviously, who's out there too. I mean, this is a star stud of the fair, Pete Alonso. It's a star stud of the event. And it's really cool that they load these fields. They stack these fields. These guys want to be in this competition. Shohei Otani, obviously in the competition last year. These guys want to be there, and they want to win it and want to win it last night. You know, I think the one thing that that worried people is that it kind of gave them Bryce Harper vibes, right? I mean, Bryce, you know, walks uh, from the Nationals, um, and that still obviously stings a lot of people. Uh, and not as much as they won a World Series, but I think it, it, you know, it's crystallized now. It's kind of going to sting if, if they lose one, and nobody wants them to lose one. Soto, no, uh, no Nash. Well, I'll, I'll take that back. There are a lot. I actually know a few Nationals fans out there who have got some decent reasons saying, "Look, if they want this much money, as my dog's barking like crazy, if they want this much money, it's not worth this much money. And if we can get a really good return, a really good haul for a player like that, then it should be worth it for us to do it." I actually understand that. But the sentiment generally is when a guy like this walks in your door, you don't let him go. And normally you absorb a big cost to do so. Well, there is a chance that cost might be too big. But I actually, you know, last night, guys, I mean, 
it was, I think it was relatively emotional. Like that is, that's a guy who's mentioned that he's going to stay here. He's already won a championship here. I think he's going to win MVPs if he stays in DC. Like that's, if you're a Nationals fan last night and you found yourself a little emotional and just like, man, this is, all of this is great. And also it all kind of sucks. Like I don't blame you at, at all. So I thought last night was really interesting from, from all of those perspectives. I mean, the happiness of seeing him win. And now you had everybody on Twitter going like, wow, great to see, you know, that they could be three straight Mets who won the home run derby, right? Or wow, cool to see another Philly, future Philly win the home run derby. People putting him in pinstripes and all this kind of stuff. And Nationals fans, I know you all won a World Series 2019, but I'm telling you guys, you're taking a beating right now. Um, and if you feel like you're taking a beating, it's totally fair. Like, I don't know how much that 2019 World Series trumps anything right now because it feels like it was so far away. You couldn't celebrate it wholly, and now you're about to lose uh, the you know the biggest star and the only. Rem- I mean, he's the only remaining star. Hey, everybody! Quick word from our sponsors here today on the show. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by Blue Nile and BlueNile.com. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And going on now is the Blue Nile anniversary sale. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Plus, every order is insured and it ships free. Also, it arrives in a discreet package that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. As good as Steven Strasburg was, he was a star. He is no longer a star. Patrick Corbin was a star. He is no longer a star. Max Scherzer is a star, but he is gone. Uh, you can think about all the other guys off that team, you know, that, that are gone. You know, Rendon's not a star anymore, but you know, he's he's a star on that team. Obviously, Zim a star in our eyes. If you're in the D, the DMV and if you're a Nats fan, he's a star, but he is retired now. So, like, this is this is what's left. And, you know, and he and this is what's left. And um, I understand why Nats fans want him back so badly. I I I, I totally get it. You know, um, I saw a comment this morning, I think, I think somebody in the junkie said it, like the Nats are close to becoming the Oakland A's. I don't know if I agree with that. Um, they could easily turn Juan Soto into a incredible haul, which is, it's still very possible. Um, but, you know, there's a lot, that, there's an ownership change that is there. And Juan Soto actually talked about that yesterday. And, you know, I, I'm, if Juan Soto is talking about an ownership change and what the next ownership would bring to the table, I find it really hard to believe that they're going to trade him now. Uh, I just, I really do. Like, why is there any rush to get Juan Soto out of there? I, I don't get this. And, it, and I Buster only said yesterday, you know, uh, GMs around the league expect him to, to be traded. Like, there is nothing coming out of D.C. right now that is signaling the Nats are immediately going to do it. Yes, there are reports they're going to they're going to field those offers. I'm sure they will. They actually already have fielded them. But I don't think they're done yet with Juan Soto. I don't. I don't think the story is over in terms of Juan Soto with the Nationals. I could be completely wrong. All right, I might looking look like the biggest idiot in the world. Y'all tell me if I'm wrong here. If I'm totally off on this, but the National story with Juan Soto is not done. He is the star of all stars. He will put butts in seats. He will put jerseys on backs. He is a guy you want to build your franchise franchise around. I said this yesterday. I think if we're talking about values. 10 years, 400 million to me is fair. We saw some John Heyman reporting yesterday that numbers brought up by Scott Boris. He had brought up the Max Scherzer contract. That's three, I think, at 
43 years, basically three for a, whatever the, the deal is. Let me see what max contract is. Um, just so I get the number right. Uh, but you know, he, he brought up the max. Uh, so it's three years, $130 million. Right. Um, so obviously max is getting, is getting that bag. And I think that comes out three for 43. Somebody did the math for me there. That's, oh, that's about 43, right? So, uh, 120 divided by three is 40. And then the 10 divided by three is a little bit over three years. So he's around 43. So um, Scott Boris had brought up that deal reportedly is according to John Heyman over the New York post. He brought that up and, and Mike Rizzo had said, we'll give you that deal. We'll, we'll do that deal at three for three, four, you know, three for 43. If that's the deal that you guys want, we'll give you guys that deal. Um, and he was saying it tongue in cheek. His whole point was, uh, you know, that's that's not what we're talking about here, right? Three for one thirty is a different conversation than forty three million dollars for six years. I'm just gonna do math right here. Forty three times uh, for fourteen years times fourteen. Forty three times fourteen is six hundred and two million dollars. I don't think there's a franchise out there that's gonna invest six hundred and two million dollars into Juan Soto. Once again, Josh Dabers could be the biggest idiot out there. I could be totally wrong. And y'all can y'all can drag me for it and say whatever the heck you want about it. Um, I think that you know that's something that's definitely it's definitely there. It's totally a possibility with this. Um I just I don't see that. And so I think there's a middle ground. And look, I mean, I think the target for them is definitely 500 million. I've been pretty adamant in saying I think it ends up around um between 450 and and 500 now i think it's gonna be closer to, to you know like what what i am comfortable with is i am pretty i'll be comfortable with 10 years around 40 million if you, if you give or take it in any couple directions i think it's fine but like that's an aav of 40 million dollars a year it also allows Juan soto to get a second contract in the end uh, after that hell even 12 for 480 i'd be comfortable with i think that's actually you know it, it, that's that's once again the forty, the four hundred million dollar pace. You could still get paid in the end of that, you know, if he if he takes immediately. Like, I think there are ways to get this deal done. It's just a matter of who is going to be getting this deal done. Well, whoever the you know is Mike Rizzo currently negotiating um, with a backing of the next ownership, and there's no reporting to back that up. I'm not trying to say I know have any inside information. I'm just sharing that you know. Uh, um, I'm just sharing that like we don't know what's happening on the inside of this kind of stuff. And there's a lot of reports everywhere, but I think a lot of you probably agree with me. It's hard to see the nationals just calling it quits. Now they aren't going to get a bigger haul this year than they would next year. I don't think, I don't think that's going to be the case. So all of this stuff surrounds a Juan Soto home run derby win last night, because you know why he looked like the star of all stars last night. He looked like the guy in front of the entire country last night. In that event, it was special to watch. I'm sure all of you guys enjoyed that journey, but um, you know, it's there's a cloud hanging over it for sure. But I think there is some happiness we can take in this season that's been really rough. For the Nationals last night, Juan Soto wins. Juan Soto cares about DC, cares about this baseball club, and I think the Nationals have not are not done yet trying to make sure, uh, trying to see if they can get him to stay in Washington DC. So that's it for this one. A little bit shorter than normal. You guys can find us. You guys can find us uh, anywhere online, uh, Locked On Nationals, or if you guys get your podcast, YouTube as well. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can follow the show at LO, excuse me, underscore Nationals. 
Um, till next time, my friends, as always, stay safe. One more quick word from our sponsors on today's show. Today's Locked On Nationals podcast is brought to you by BetOnline and BetOnline.net. Go to BetOnline today. It's the best place to get in on all of the sports action that you want. They've got Major League Baseball. They have got uh, basketball futures, football futures, F1 odds, NASCAR odds. Uh, They've got UFC. They've got boxing. They've got really good props as well. They've got, you know, specials, uh, things like, you know, Juan Soto, next team if traded. Uh, I know a lot of people here won't love those odds, but we'll break these down eventually on the show. But you guys can find that at BetOnline and BetOnline.net today. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. Uh, If you're listening to this on the audio version, you're getting this message. Just want to let you guys know, um, please make sure you all subscribe on YouTube. We're trying to get that up and trying to get more engagement there. Just the best place I can engage with a lot of Nationals fans is on YouTube. And that's where you guys can see my conversations with Max Raymond. You guys can see my talks with Matt Wyrick. You guys can leave comments and questions, especially during this you know period of time as we head towards the trade deadline. That's there too. So right now on the channel, if you guys check it out, we've got the Juan Soto uh, news obviously covered from all angles. An episode will be coming out tomorrow. You know, I, I mentioned this yesterday, but like the news cycle right now is absolutely crazy surrounding the Nationals. And uh, so, you know, all of a sudden it went from zero to 100. We did a bunch of Josh Bell episodes and now all of a sudden we've just forgotten about Josh Bell. He's there on the trading block right now. It sounds like, you know, Nelson Cruz. So we'll have reactions as all of that stuff comes in. I mean, we're, you know, less than two weeks out now from the trade deadline. And so with that, you know, uh, we're, I guess, was it two weeks today? Uh, it's the second. So we're the, uh, yeah, I think we're like, what, 14 days away now. So two weeks away from the trade deadline. So we'll have more stuff on that. A breakdown of the Nationals draft, the first five picks. That's coming up with Max Raymond. We'll drop that on Wednesday. Then on Thursday, I'll give out some awards for the Nationals first half. So the MVP, of the first half, uh, you know, um, uh, I guess LVP, you know, biggest surprise, biggest disappointment, some other superlatives as well I'll hand out too. So check out all of that. Make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you guys follow wherever you guys get your podcasts. So if you can't watch on YouTube, you guys can watch uh, like this. I know a lot of people driving the car now like to listen to the YouTube thing. Uh, don't do that. We don't need video while you're driving in the car. Just do the audio. We'll take care of you on that side of things. So once again, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show wherever you guys get your podcast and you can follow us on YouTube as well. Just look up locked on nationals, hit the thing to subscribe and also tap that bell for the notifications. All right, my friends till next time, as always stay safe.